the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today, our blessed Lord gives us a parable of the sower and the soil. Now, what might be the reason for this parable? And we might feel very much sympathetic to this reason. For, for example, we know the church has been in existence for 2,000 years, ever since Jesus rose from the dead and, and Pentecost founded the church, right? The birthday of the church. Church has been in existence for 2,000 years, and yet we still see all this all these problems in the world. I don't know if you've ever been to the boardwalk on, in New Jersey or you know, Ocean City, and there's this little game called whack-a-mole where you keep trying to find the mole and give it, a, give it a, a good whack on the head, so to speak. It seems like in the church we keep finding more and more things pop up that challenge us, and there's more and more things we need to be politically active about. When we think about it, you know, we've been dealing with the pro-life issue since the early 1970s, and then there was the same-sex marriage issue, and now there's the transgender issue, and we must be saying to ourselves, what, what must we do? <laughs> what more can we do? There's all these things going on in the world, and it seems like problems keep multiplying. The issues, we have to keep explaining more and more about what is human nature and the nature of the church, nature of salvation in Christ, and why people should believe in it. We, we for ourselves, might experience this frustration when we talk to someone who just doesn't flat out get it, and we're doing the best we can. We're even being charitable and loving and good. We're doing everything we possibly can to, to explain these things. And so there's this frustration or this anger that we might experience. So, so our Lord and the apostles are going around and Jesus is preaching and teaching and he's finding and they're finding that there are a lot of people who just aren't getting it. Jesus is working miracles. Jesus is preaching the word. He's raising the dead. They experience his loving presence in their lives and so they see scribes and Pharisees still holding on to their way of life. They see the, maybe they saw the people in Nazareth who rejected Jesus, people of his own hometown. They're not finding this universal acceptance of the gospel that maybe they thought was going to happen. In their minds, of course, they may have more human motivations to follow Jesus, thinking he's going to be that earthly Messiah who's going to conquer the Romans and get an army, and, and Israel's going to be at the top of the, of the heap of the, of the Middle East in the, lo in the local political and military world. So they must be feeling a little bit frustrated. They might be like, well, what, what's going on here? How come people aren't buying this? How come people aren't figuring this out? And so he gives them this parable because he sees that they need to know what is actually going on in her. So the sower is Christ, and the seed is the word of God, as Jesus tells us. The word is going out to the people. The sower is doing his job. And each of the soils now in, in ancient Judea and Israel 
right, what Jesus talked about is each of these soils looks pretty much the same. It's what's underneath that's different. The rocks that might be underneath or the weeds that might be underneath. So to the sower, he's sowing seed to ground that looks pretty much the same. Just as when the word is proclaimed to all, all right, we are all human beings. We all have a free will. We all have an intellect to which to perceive the word of God. But of course, we all have different dispositions. And these three dispositions are what Jesus ascribed. The one who rejected outright. The ones who, it sounds good, but I don't have enough to follow through. Remember Herod, who liked to listen to St. John the Baptist, and how he loved to hear John preach. But when it came to the moment in which he had to actually do the right thing, he couldn't do it. The weeds choked off the seed of the word of God in the heart of Herod. And so then there's the rich soil in which there's nutrients, there's water, and of course the plant grows to have a bounty harvest of 60, 30, and 100 fold. And of course, as we know, that when that plant grows, there will be more seeds to be gathered up and sown. So we have to think of ourselves on two sides of this parable. The first thing we should think of is the soil and how, what is our soil like? What is the soil of our hearts? Are we allowing the word of God to truly penetrate our whole being? Now, of course, we could go further with this analogy, knowing that we have been watered with the Holy Spirit through baptism, and that we come to this church every Sunday to be given the nutrient of eternal life, given the, the blessed Eucharist. And so this is the soul that's prepared to hear the word of God. This is the soul that's prepared to open one's heart, to be converted, or to be completely handed over to the Lord. And so we have to ask ourselves, is there at any place in our lives which we have rocky soil or the soil with the weeds or the thorns? And is that place something that we need to expose to Christ's healing power, to allow the waters of the Holy Spirit to seep into that rocky soil in our hearts? or to seep into that soil with the weeds. Asking God to heal, to strengthen, so that we can be, we can produce those seeds, that we can produce the seeds of the gospel. That others will see that we truly live out our Christian life with full vigor. 
So then that brings us to the other part of the parable, that we are not only to receive the word of God, to allow it to penetrate everything that we are. And that could be compared, I guess, to, we were talking about the sacrament of baptism, and that is we are adopted by God, and we are fully his disciple. But then we are to proclaim the word ourselves to become other sowers of the word of God. We're talking about now the sacrament of confirmation, that anointing of the Spirit to go out to be soldiers of Christ, to bring others to this table, to this altar, to this church. And thinking about how we are proclaiming that word, and not only within the church to fellow Catholics, but to those who are separated from the church, to those who are don't even know God. How is it that we, in maybe even the smallest ways, plant the seed of faith? And when we do that, we will always have to know that not everyone is going to be on board with us. The Holy Spirit does the converting. We can't convert a single soul, but we can be faithful, and we can allow us to be instruments of the Holy Spirit, to hand ourselves over to him in proclaiming the word with charity and with love rooted in the truth so that others can come to know him. Each of us should consider how we are icons of Christ in the world. And when people can see that icon, and they can see it in action, it makes all the difference. And sometimes that might mean that we will be rejected, that we will see ministry failure, We will see people make mistakes. But we have the confidence of knowing that Christ is working in and through us. And that he is calling us simply to be faithful to our mission to be the sower of the seed. So today, I think as we contemplate this Holy Scripture, we ask ourselves, Which soil are we? Are we open to that word of God? And are we faithful sowers of the word? And Lord, today we ask the intercession of Our Lady that we might be completely handed over to you and that we every day might be sowers of that word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.